Blog Talk Radio. Good morning and welcome to Healthy Ways for Children. My name is Kimberly and for the next 30 minutes we are going to talk about some good stuff. For those who are returning to the show, I thank you and welcome you back. Um, I have been doing this um, podcast since 2007 and took a brief break a couple of years ago, and now we are back. So if you have a moment, please feel free to visit our page and listen to some of the archive programs. I think that there's some great information out there, great interviews that I've done in the past that will help you and your children to live a healthy lifestyle. I am the founder of a fitness program for children called Kids Under Construction, and that actually started in 2005. And the program has so many different options for families to, again, help children to get healthy and stay healthy. So I am um, always looking for new ways to um, just get the message out that there is not a hopeless situation that no matter um, if your child is dealing with weight issues, if they're dealing with um, motivation issues, any of that, our program um, has something that might be beneficial. We have um, a fitness program for children 7 to 15 years old that um, offers them a food journal to help make uh, healthier alternatives and suggestions for them as they um, go throughout their day. And we also have mentors that help them. Um, Because as we will talk um, today and next week, being healthy really is a three-part program as far as I'm concerned. It's what you do meaning the exercise part, it's what you eat, which is what we'll talk about today, and then it's what you think. And that is more of the self-esteem of a child who is having some challenges. So um, our program definitely works one-on-one to customize a program to help children live the best that they can live. And hopefully lay the groundwork for them as adults so that when they get older, they will pass that on to um, pass that on to their children and, again, make better decisions as they become older. We also offer um, a cooking program, which either offers one-on-one personal lessons or small um, cooking parties where we come together and I teach them the um, value of food, how to prepare it, and really getting them involved in the process. That is called Mom's Weekly Helper. So we're on all social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and if you have any questions, you can leave them um, on this uh, program, and I would love to see how I can help. If you need to reach me personally, you can call or text. My number is 
404-748-0569, and we can see how that child can be the best that they can be. If you want to call into the program today, the call-in number is 917-889-3892. Again, 917-889-3892. Love to hear your input. So as a brief recap from last week, we talked about what you do. And this really, I thought, was a great way to start this three-part series because getting active is more than just throwing a child in a sport. All children do not have the desire to do that. So figuring out as a family what they should do to stay active and moving. So that means cutting down on the um, the the sitting around with video games, the cell phones, the um, tablets, uh, all of that on the computer, on you know, on on everything that prohibits them from getting up and moving, and. So there's a lot of different ways to motivate a child. Sometimes they just need someone to do it with them. And that's why I always encourage families to do it together. So if that means, you know, you're going for a walk after dinner, you're walking your neighborhood, you're going, Georgia has tons of festivals that are great to spend the day out there, take your own lunch. Um, or enjoy some of the, the food that's made available and you're walking around. Going to the mall. I, I really am not a mall person. But before the mall opens, the stores open, you can actually go inside and you can mall walk. I see a lot of older people who might not um, need to be outside because it's so hot. Um, and this is a way to be in an air-conditioned building and um, get some exercise. So really, if you get a chance, listen to that program, and that will give you some healthy tips to um, get the process started. So today, we're going to part two, which is what you eat. And there are just so many different um, avenues that you can take when it comes to your children and what they eat. I personally don't believe that children should be on diets. I believe that food consists of healthy choices, moderation. They are learning. um, They are exploring things, and their taste buds are forming their likes and dislikes. They're salty and they're sweet, and there are just so many things for them to learn as they grow. But it just should be done in a structured way that they will make better decisions as they get older. So let's start with the nutrition recommendations. It basically falls into five categories, and this is from a government perspective. So if you you have to learn your child and you have to figure out what works best for them. That is the the best thing that I can suggest. Talk to their doctor. That's why our pediatricians are there, not just for, you know, for them to tell 
you know, um, they're vital statistics. But, um, but for you to ask questions, they have tons of information available to them. Childhood obesity has been a problem for many years, and some are taking aggressive steps to help parents teach their children some of the better ways that they can, um, they can deal with it. So I really, really urge you to use all options available to you. And your pediatrician is definitely a great avenue. But let's, let's dive into the, um, the five groups that really consist of having a, um, a balance, a healthy balance in nutrition for your child. So we have the grains group. We have fruits, we have vegetables, dairy, and protein. And, you know, back a long time ago, um, I know I grew up with the, the food pyramid, and it basically broke down how many breads, how many meats, how many, you know, for a child to have on a daily basis. And now things are sort of changing and evolving. And there's really nothing wrong with that at all because we have more things available to us. Your child has different options now. Um, and so you have to embrace where they are, the, the day and times of you're going to sit at that table until you finish your food. A lot of times we, as parents and caregivers, we are sort of messing up their internal um, their internal sensory where they know when they're full, they know when they want to eat. And so telling them to sit there and finish everything might not always be the best method. But what you can do is limit the the sweets and the, the empty calories and the sodas and all of the things that can get them off balance. And then, you know, again, Smaller portions, you can always go back for more. So instead of, you know, a big, you know, heaping spoonful of mashed potatoes, you know, cut it in half. Instead of three chicken fingers, give them one and let them go ahead and get something in their system that will help them. So we're going to break it down just a little bit for each category. Let's look at the grains category. The children two to three years old, um, and oh, I'm sorry. Okay, so children uh, two to let me back it up. Sorry, getting off balance. Okay, let's start with children four to eight. One and a half ounce um, to two and a half ounces of grains is good for them each day. Um, children uh, 9 to 13, girls 9 to 13, should have 3 ounces. And actually, it's the same recommendation for um, girls 14 to 18 years old. Boys 9 to 13 years old, 3 ounces, and 14 to 18 years old, 4 ounces. So let's back it up since I got everything all confused and uh, when we started. So children, two to three years old, one and a half ounces of grains each day. Children, 
four to eight years old should have two and a half ounces each of grains each day. Girls, nine to 18, three ounces of grains each day. And boys, nine to 13 years old, three ounces, and 14 to 18 years old, four ounces. So hopefully that's um, clear. So grains, what are grains? Foods that are made from wheat, rice, oats, cornmeal, barley, or another cereal grain. That's really what you should be focusing on. Whole wheat, brown rice, oatmeal. These are things that will also help get in that fiber intake to help children stay regular and have, um, you know, being able to use the bathroom instead of having other issues where they're not able to go every day. Vegetables. We all know the vast variety of vegetables, and it really does depend on what your child likes to eat. The dark, leafy um, greens, those are really some of the best things that you should have, Um, but you can't go wrong with vegetables. Again, a good, healthy balance. So what are the recommendations? Children four to eight years old, one and a half to two and a half cups of vegetables each day. Girls, nine to 13 years old, two to four cups of vegetables each day. And boys, nine to 13 years old, two and a half to four cups of vegetables each day. So that's good. And that can be worked into smoothies. That can be if, you know, you make a uh, breakfast um, burrito, you can get the vegetables in there, get some tomatoes in there. If you do an omelet, you can definitely expand the palate with different vegetables in there. So let's look at the fruits. Fruits, um, again, there's a huge, huge options. Um, but you, you should, I feel like the natural sugars that are in fruits should not be limited, but there should be moderation in the serving sizes. So let's look at how much of the fruits that they should have each day. A child two to three years old should have one cup of fruit each day. Children four to eight years old, one and a half cups of fruit. And children, let's see, are they breaking it down by boys and girls? No, nine to 13-year-olds, one and a half cups of fruit each day. And then uh, 14 to 18 years old, one and a half cups of fruit. So, you know, again, the vegetables definitely will help Um, And some fruits, eating the apples and things like that can definitely help with constipation, um, but it just should be a balance because once they get in your system, bananas, they turn to sugar, and that can contribute to the weight gain. So let's look at the dairy. Dairy um, products made from milk are considered part of the food group. So that's your yogurts, your cheeses. Those are good things but you need to read the labels, especially on the yogurts, because they do carry a lot of sugar. 
Um, but there's definitely some alternatives out there that do reduce the sugar and help with that. And some products that are just specifically um, centered on children. So that will help too in their drinks, their you know, fruit juices and all of that. You, you really can find some good products that are natural and won't um, contribute to any type of weight gain. But again, children are growing. So you, you should have them eating and not limiting, um, you know, you, you shouldn't let a child, you know, I have been to barbecues and things where I see a young kid and they're, they eat, you know, three or four hot dogs. Know your child. And if your child is eating out of boredom, then that is something you need to curtail. If your child is legitimately hungry, then they should eat. But that means you need to prepare and you need to be proactive with snacks and making sure that they have what's available when they get to that point. Because sometimes it's the missing the meals that causes them to be so hungry and then they eat the wrong foods. So making sure that they're eating their six small meals a day and and eating breakfast, starting off the day with something good and healthy. I mean, honestly, breakfast should be the biggest meal of the day because your, your system has all day to process that food. And dinner should be more the, the lightest meal of the day because you're going to sleep and everything is slowing down and your body is slowing down. So, you know, making sure that they are getting a balance um, of the food groups. And then last but not least, proteins. So that's lean um, or low-fat meats and poultry, um, fish, nuts. Those beans, those are good alternatives if you have a child that's a vegetarian. They still can get those proteins in those in those different foods. So children 4 to 13 should get about 0.45 grams of pro- protein for every pound of body weight. So that's, you know, 3 to 5 ounces roughly um, to 20 to 35 grams of proteins a day. So once again, three to five ounces or about 20 to 35 grams of protein each day. So when you look at, okay, how, when, how, how many calories should my child have? So we have the food groups, so let's break it down a little bit more to the recommendations. So a child, six to 12 years old, we're looking at roughly um, 1,600 to 2,200 calories daily. If they are really active, then that should be increased a little bit, 2,500 to 3,000 calories a day. They are burning it off. So let's break it down a little bit by the age. So a child two to three years old, 1,000 calories for them is good. But if they're active, you know, my, my granddaughter is three, and her, the, where she goes during the day, they are moving, they are dancing, they are outside. That is good. So a child that is moving and active like that, 
14, you know, 1,000 to 1,400 is a good calorie range for them. So let's take a look at the girls. Four to eight years old on the low end, a child that's not very active, 1,200 calories a day is a good start for them. If they have moderate activity, 1,400 to 1,600 calories is a good point for them. But if they are really active in sports and moving around, 1,400 to 1,800 is a good range for them. Okay, so we're going to move it on a little bit. Girls, 9 to 13, the sedentary, the they're not very active, 1,600 calories is good for them. If they are really active, moving around a lot in sports, 1,800 to 2,200 calories per day is good for them. And then that elder teenage range, 14 to 18. If they are not active, 1,800 calories per day is a good range for them. But if they are really active in sports, up to 2,400 calories a day is good because they're going to burn it off. And, and making sure that those are good calories and not empty calories with the sodas and the sweets and all of that. Boys, four to eight years old, 1,400 calories for a child that is not active. Those who are, 1,600 to 2,000 calories. Boys, nine to 13, 1,800 calories if they are not active, 2,000 to 2,600 calories if they are. And boys, 14 to 18, 2,200 calories um, that are not active is a good range. But those who are active and doing sports and really active, 2,800 to 3,200 calories per day is good for them. So what does it mean, sedentary? It means a person tending to spend much time seated, somewhat inactive. Moderate activity means a lifestyle that includes physical activity equivalent to walking, about one and a half to three miles per day, um, in addition to light physical activity. So associated with the typical day, if they're in the yard, they're cleaning up their rooms, those are considered uh, moderately active. But those who are active, a way of life that integrates physical activity into their everyday routine, such as um, riding their bikes, sports, doing things that they are getting their heart rate up and really moving on a regular basis. The recommendation for children is one hour each day. So a child that is considered, you know, doing that active status, that is um, they should have a higher intake of the calories. So when you think about what can I do, so let's take a look at a few options that you have. Try to control when and where your child eats by providing the regular daily meal times. And that means you all sitting together as a family, talking, talking about their day. And that, that should be more than one time a day, if time permits. If you are a stay-at-home mom and, and you're making that breakfast in the morning, instead of, you know, plopping the children down at the table, take a seat, and then you guys start the day off. Things can um, come to their remembrance when they have that, that extra help from a parent. 
making sure did you finish your homework? Did you pack your bag? Do you have your your shoes for practice after school? Those things and it, it helps calm down all of the activity in the morning that so many households go through. Involve your children in the selection and preparation of foods and teach them to make healthy choices. It is unrealistic to think that you can control everything for your child. I came to the conclusion a long time ago that I cannot be the all-in-all for my children. I needed that village. So the teachers, my family, the coaches, the pastor, you know, all of those things help shape and develop your child. And so you want to teach them that how to make the right decisions when they're not in your presence. And that's something that you can um, control. Um, Making the the selections at home more uh, healthier, which gives them options that will drive them to that. So making sure that foods with calcium and magnesium and potassium and fiber are there readily available at you know, different times throughout the day, whether it's their snacks or whether it's the meal, the family meal time, just making sure that those options are available. Encourage your child. And again, going back to, you know, making them sit there and finish the plate. Encourage your child um, to eat, but taking the steps as the parent to give smaller sizes, to make it not seem so overwhelming. I know it seems crazy, but, you know, put two green beans on their plate and let's get them in the habit of eating those and then build off of that or, you know, crushing up those uh, peas and, and adding them to another part of the meal. Sometimes, you know, it's hidden, but at least they're still getting the, the nutritional value that they need. Um, encouraging your child to limit their phone time, their TV time, their electronic gadgets, and really reining that in to two hours or less a day. Um, When I was raising my kids, and yeah, it wasn't popular, but my children got used to it. There was no TV Monday through Thursday. Friday was, you know, after they got home from school, that was going into the weekend, but no TV time, no video game time. There has to be something else, and that was the message that we sent to them. Read a book, clean your room, get yourself ready for tomorrow, you know, making sure that I set the tone. And and that really, again, it may start off um, with the, the grumbling and the complaining, but they get used to it. Um. Prevent dehydration. So making sure that water is readily available, that is the best option for children. We didn't buy sodas in the house. When we went out uh, for meals, I cooked, you know, 80% of the time. There were times where we were on vacation or we went out to eat or we, we went to the circus and we had dinner out. There were times that we enjoyed family time out, and that was the time for the special you can have a Sprite with dinner or you can have some sweet tea. But on a daily basis, that was not part of um, our household. 
again, take suggestions. I did a weekly menu. So it was on the refrigerator. Everybody knew what was coming up this week. And then if they said, well, we haven't had spaghetti in a while. Can you make spaghetti? Sure. We'll add it to the list, and then we'll have it next week. Get them involved in the process and experiment. Experiment not only with different um, fruits and vegetables, but experiment with different cultures. Sometimes you don't know you like um, you like Greek food unless you try it. You know, hummus is amazing. It's a great snack. But when you look at it, it's not very appealing. So you have to be the one to sort of get them, um, get them, you know, open to enjoying different foods. And they may not like it now, but revisit it. So um, if lettuce is not really their thing, try, you know, as they get older, try it and try to expose them to some different options. So time waits for no one. Our time is up. I hope you enjoyed the information. I hope it's beneficial to your family. I really do believe that there is never a hopeless situation, and a lot of things can resolve themselves naturally. I just am not a fan of children taking dietary products or being put on diets. Moderation, healthier food choices, because I do believe in my heart of hearts that we can build a generation of healthy children. Hopefully you'll tune in next week when we talk about what you think. Bye.